Hashtag living it with Tina and Anderson. Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? This is another episode of Hashtag living it with me, your boy, Anderson Da Silva, and I'm here with my wife, Tina Oh, we don't have the other? Here's the thing. Well, let's start right off with this. All right? More te- What so happened Tina- to that one? All right. Tina noticed that we're using the old interface, not the new one. So if you guys have been listening to the podcast, you would notice a, like about a month ago, um, we were kind of like d- didn't do any podcasts for like about a month. And then uh, we tried to get our podcast back on and uh the interface wasn't working so i went and bought another one and if you have been listening the other one that i bought i went cheap because i wanted something to hold us over until we get our uh uh, podcaster pro uh which we'll have in like a month or so i and it it doesn't it doesn't record well because the last few the one that you bought the one yeah. that you bought yeah it hasn't been recording doesn't well because, record well yeah because it, it, it i'll be getting static mm-hmm. from it for some reason and i don't know why well i think it's also used it says it can be used for recording but it's also it can be used for live shows because you can you know you could hook up a, your speakers to it you could hook up a phone and play music from your phone and you hook up your mic so you can do like live live music from it so i think because of that record it doesn't record as well it, it, it's a cheap one but um so i decided for some reason i decided let me hook up the old interface and just and just see if it was a fluke just mm-hmm. to see so i hooked it up so the the issue was is that the sound wasn't coming from the headphones it was coming from the laptop and then the mic and the speakers from the laptop would you would hear the interference and i couldn't figure out for the life of me why it did that but when i hooked up this interface and i looked at it it just clicked and i knew what the issue was mm-hmm. it's pretty much basically like a switch on the screen that you have to press do you want it the sound to come from the interface or from the speakers mm-hmm. so i put from the interface so i can hear it on the headphone and voila the interface works mm-hmm. see guys when we started this podcast I was not a technical guru. I have been recording in my own studio down in the basement for quite a few years now. But when it comes to podcasting, I have to set it up every time because we do it in our dining room. But down in my basement, it's always set up. So I really don't have to do anything. I just open up GarageBand and press record. Where here, I always have to set it up and everything and for some reason i couldn't figure out why i was doing that last time so i think the sound quality is going to be back to where it was man see this is just just another technical issues that we have with this podcast we have no idea what we're doing and i really cannot wait 
not only until we have the Rodecaster mic, but until I can pay somebody to just edit these podcasts. When that day comes, that's going to be... Well, that's when we have sponsors probably will be able to afford it. Hint, hint. Yeah, so if anybody wants to sponsor this little part. Speaking of that, right? So somebody hit me up on Instagram saying, hey, this person hit this up. They're looking to sponsor people um, on podcasts. And I'm like, why would they want to sponsor? Like, I wanted to be honest and be like, why why would they want to sponsor us? We don't have a huge fan base yet mm-hmm. yet mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. yet so i i got curious and i've been messaging them back and forth and then they were saying like yeah this person and i hit them up and never heard back and i just left it from there and i was just like all right you know if uh if somebody really wanted to i just wanted to see where it was going because even though it, it, it seemed a little fishy a little st- not suspicious but like just weird well it's I just something that where, needed explanation yeah really. i just wanted to see where it was going so but it's just it's just odd that first of all the, if somebody wanted to sponsor us you think they would hit us up directly mm-hmm. and they did it, it was like somebody else. like a middleman yeah which, which was is weird. weird which was weird that's weird and i wanted to see where it going where it was going and obviously ended up going it, it didn't go anywhere so and there's been actually a couple of other times where people wanted to get our podcast on their radio show like they run like an internet radio station and they're looking for shows to put on and they hit us up about it and then just never hear from them again hmm. so um you know i'm sure if i sat down with a pot a successful podcaster and i talked to them about that they would probably be able to relate and be like yep been there like you so know. many people hit me up you I know that's you. how it was when we first started so even though this is like what is it episode 53 i think even though it's episode 53 i still feel like we're newbies you know even at episode 200 i'm still gonna be like we're newbies you know mm-hmm. it's probably probably gonna have to do like episode 600 until i'm like all right episode okay. 600 we're finally pros yeah yeah right you know i don't know but yeah that's uh that that's that's what's going on and uh just hopefully you while you're listening to this episode and if you listen to our previous episodes you'll start to realize wow it sounds better what happened well that's what happened that's what happened it was just me not realizing how to use this equipment and i'm gonna be always learning man wait until we get this roadcaster mic i am gonna be a mess (laughs) it's gonna be so annoying he's gonna be so annoying he's gonna gonna be like a toddler in a toy store Mm. like ridiculous no i'm gonna have to like sit with it on a weekend and just play with it for a couple of hours just to like figure out the buttons figure out the knobs figure out how to use it and maybe like record like a mock podcast Mm -hmm. just to play around with it i'm that's what i'm gonna have to do because i'm not because with something sophisticated as the rocaster pro um i can't just go into a cold turkey on our first podcast, first pod, first podcast using it, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to sit with it and just mess around with it and really get familiar with it. 
<coughs> so, so yeah, so yeah, that's that's what that is. So um, yeah, we're back. We're back in. Uh, we're back in the game. Mm-hmm. Back in the game. I'm up here to say thank you to God for giving me this ability, for blessing me, for shaping me, for chastising me, for teaching me, for punishing me, for allowing me to be a vessel and touch people around the world. Small minds discuss other people, gossip. Good minds discuss events, great minds discuss ideas. Let's talk about man flu and mum flu. So it's flu season and this year seems particularly insanely bad. Like everyone is getting it. And I mean, I don't know. I talked to Pastor Steve today and he's, I don't know if he's getting it, but he's. Yeah, because Robin has it. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody's (laughs) getting it. Use your hand sanitizer. Don't be afraid to tell people when they walk in your house, excuse me, can you please use the hand sanitizer? Because this thing is no joke. And if you have any kind of compromised immune system whatsoever, I have no idea how your body would be able to handle that. Because me and you were dead. Yeah. Like, we got hit really bad. We haven't had our flu shots yet. The girls each had got just gotten. As a matter of fact, I swear to God, I got the flu at the doctor bringing them to get their flu shot. Yeah, that's great getting the flu at the doctor. Yeah, I'm 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 pretty positive because I've just been in the house. Nobody has been over. Nobody I knew was sick yet. Yeah. I don't know. Um you know, I don't come in contact with that many. I mean, of course you could like get it at friggin' Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like the the grocery store. Oh, you, you don't get all you, kinds of anywhere, diseases at anywhere. Walmart. It doesn't. You don't know. But I swear to God, I got it at the stupid doctor. So I got it first, which is crazy. Like, how am I getting it first? The the kids are the ones that are at school all day with billions of germs from other kids. Right. But I got it, and then you got it, and then Maya got it. Lana had it a little bit. So Maya had it a worse case than Lana. Like Lana's just had symptoms for a couple of days and it's already subsided. Yeah, Lana's the toughest. (laughs) I mean, Maya did pretty. I mean, she had the flu and an ear infection. Yeah. So she's a a trooper, that one. So, um, but me and you got it the worst because we didn't get our flu shot. The girls yeah. had just gotten their flu shot, so they got the flu, I think. I'm pretty sure it was the flu. I am not having them do the test that you can test for the flu. It's not worth it. Um, so the doctor was pretty sure it was the flu, but I did not have them tested. But <laughs> when I had the flu, yes, I spent most of my time on the couch, but I still had kids asking me what's for dinner. I still did all of the laundry. Other things went a little haywire. You know, the house wasn't the cleanest. Things got kind of piled up a little bit, whatever. But that that's me having the flu. Like I was, I was still cooking some meals. We ordered out a couple of times because you guys actually expected me to flip and cook. 
And here I am I dying on the couch. <coughs> yes, did you it. did. No, you I said did. a couple of times, what, what do we have to eat? No, I didn't say that. Oh, you didn't? It must have been my other husband. Anyways, so then you get the flu. And when you're sick, you spend the whole time in the bedroom. Well, I did go to work. Well, you went to work because you're stubborn, but you had to come home. Yeah. Because you were not ready to go to work. And I told you not to go to work. That Okay, that's another point. You're willing to go work like an 8 to 12 hour shift. But when you're home, you're in your cave <laughs> in the bedroom. Like, oh God, it's so sick, so sick. Uh, I never watched like so the, much this TV. Is, this is, I know, we watched like movie after movie, uh, series after series, movies, yeah, movies, movies, all different genres. Like we couldn't I move. I watched enough TV for 2020. Yeah. And I know there's pressure. We all feel it because we've developed excuses for our friends. Like we're dealing with debt collectors. You watch Game of Thrones? I'm a little behind. Like, give me a week. My wife had a dumb baby. I'm like, all caught up with you're TV. all caught up with everything. I was literally watching Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Anyways, but that's that. There's the difference. Mom flu is like okay. Yeah. I was still going up and down the stairs. Doing the laundry, trying to get it folded, you know, to make sure people had clean underwear. And your flu is, I'm going to try to go to work, find out that I can't work, come home, and then just spend days I in the bedroom. What, I went in for like five hours. Eh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you shouldn't have gone in is my point. But there's the difference. Mom flu, laundry, dishes, a little bit of cleaning still. I still had to bring the girls to school. And I am, I was like, die. I haven't been that sick in a really long time. Yeah. And then you get the flu and you just get to sleep in the bedroom. <laughs> I'm going to do that the next time and we'll see how things go. Yeah, flu is not fun. No. It's definitely not fun. And it's very different between a well, mom I'm or a dad. There's a difference between mom flu and man flu. And I'm seeing like on <laughs> Facebook, like other people, like they're getting it. It's crazy how it run, runs rampant. It's like, you know, we don't have to worry about the coronavirus. We, we, we have to worry about the flu. The flu. Well, besides the fact that <coughs> they always have a vaccine ready. But they're not even sure until the flu starts showing up if it's even the right strand. Right. And then they start handing it out to people and they're like, oh, it's the wrong strand. <laughs> like, what? I had just gotten the girls, had ju I had just gotten back from getting the girls the flu shot. And I open up Facebook and it's talking about how they're, they're handing out the wrong flu shot. There should be a flu shot that is like... That doesn't matter Universal. what strand. Yeah. Well, I think it's because it can be, it like morphs and like you don't know. It changes. Yeah. The flu strand like changes every season. It's crazy, but it was bad. This has been a sick house for two weeks now. Yeah. Two weeks. I haven't been able to see my parents. I'm not bringing that over there. No. My, the girls haven't seen them. Yeah. No visitors. I told them, mm-mm. <laughs> Have people sanitize and don't hug dad, and because he has that compromised immune system, so yeah. 
can't you can't be playing with that. Yeah, so that's the story of the flu. The flu. And the disova home. And the difference between mom flu and man flu. Very, very, very different. Very different. Well, speaking of like what we've, you know, we've been binge watching. This is a show that you I used to watch like a long time ago. It's been like ten years since it's like aired, and um, I started watching it again. But there's so many episodes that I don't even remember. Is it's like I wish they brought it back like again. But um, Kitchen Nightmares. It's like, <laughs> so man. funny because Carissa was like, since when does he like cooking shows? That's and I the was only like, one. It's not even about the cooking, though. It's this not. show is not it's not a cooking. It's, show. It's just boggles my mind for anybody who, you know, anybody listening. If you watched Kitchen Nightmares, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I, Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. I got I got into like Hell's Kitchen a little bit, too, mm-hmm. with the competition. But. And uh, Kitchen Impossible. Kitchen Impossible. Oh no, uh, restaurant. Restaurant Impossible. Restaurant Impossible. That, yeah, yeah, that's that's with uh, Irving or something. Irving. Something. Irvine. Irvine. Irvine yeah, uh, that's a good one too. Mm-hmm. And he's more intimidating than. Dude's huge. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's it's funny because it's like it, it it's like every even though every episode it's like the same thing but just different restaurant owners. Mm-hmm. He goes in there. They think their food is phenomenal. He tells them They think crap. that he's literally going to walk in there and say, I don't know why your restaurant is failing. The food is phenomenal. Nah, he th- you know and what? you people are awesome. So I don't understand. It's all your customer's fault. No, this <laughs> is no, this is what it, they, I bet you. I bet you this is what they think. Mm-hmm. They think mm-hmm. is there's nothing wrong. He comes here. He'll renovate our restaurant mm-hmm. for us, and we'll use his celebrity to get people back in, mm-hmm. and then boom, fixed. Right. Like, people will you, know that he was here, and think. they'll want to come. Yeah, that they, they, they think it's like, we're, we're, we'll get free advertising, being on the show. Yeah. While, while he's here, he'll create a buzz and it'll get people back in and they're going to realize, wow. Oh my God, their food believe, is awesome. I Why haven't I ever come here? Yeah. yeah. It's like they're, they're delusional and it's crazy mm-hmm. that they think that. And they obviously know about the show because they go on the show and they put in. Yeah, they like, have to like, um, what do you call it? Apply. They have yeah. to like apply for the show. Yeah. And, and it's funny because, like, it, it's just crazy. It's, like, how they think, like, how, how they think that um, there's nothing wrong with the food mm. and, everyth- and everything. But Meanwhile, everything's frozen and from a can. Yeah. And they're like, oh, this is, everybody loves this dish. Everybody loves this dish. And then they yeah. pop open a can. 
And you're like, wait, what canned beans? Remember the guy who was like, oh, it's fresh frozen? It's fresh frozen. It comes in fresh and then they freeze it. So it's fresh frozen. Fresh frozen. And you should see Gordon Ramsay's face. He just looks so confused. He's like, what? Fresh frozen. It's either fresh or it's frozen. There's no (laughs) snow in between. Mm -hmm. There's no fresh frozen. Yeah. Now it's not fresh because it's been frozen for two weeks. And the waiters, they tell them, oh, it's fresh. And then they, they go back to, they were like, oh, they asked the, um, they'll ask the chef, was this uh, fresh? They're like, no, it's frozen. And they're like, oh, crap. Mm. It's like, all right, you got to know this too. You know, even though no, you're not we just the watched the one that they had the uh, lobster tank and one of the lobsters was, was dead. dead. Yeah. And he was like, um, all of these lobsters are bad now. Because yeah. they've been sitting here eating off of this dead lobster. Yeah. He's like, they're all bad. Get rid of all of them. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, that's like hundreds of dollars. Yeah. And then <laughs> like, the, the, oh one, the other one where he says they advertise it as Maine lobster, but they're from Canada. They're from Canada. And he's like, he's like, this still, is a Canadian it's lobster. It's still from the same waters. <laughs> yeah, but it ain't from Maine, dude. It's, Hello. it's, he's like, it's North Atlantic waters. Well, I, I'm sure there's a difference because if Gordon Ramsay can look at it and just know it's Canadian lobster, mm-hmm. there has to be a difference because it, it, it's it's different. It's it's like lobsters from different part of the world looks mm-hmm. just like humans from different yeah. parts of the world. So I, they look I'm sure different. there's a way. They're different, and you know, and Maine lobsters. I mean. That's what Maine is known for. So yeah. you can't be lying about that. They yeah. need to be from Maine. Yeah. Like you're putting their name on the line too. Yeah. Like this isn't even their lobster and you're putting their name on it. I, rem- I remember watching this one where it's three, three guys, they're like muscle heads. They own a restaurant and their, um, their restaurant is right there like on the pier and right outside their restaurant there's people who do ice fishing mm-hmm. and they get frozen fish they buy frozen fish instead so, of using the people that are fishing right, right outside there, their restaurant yeah they were getting frozen yeah. fish from wherever yeah unknown source i swear i could i could just by watching that show i could start my own restaurant oh my god we would fail we would no we would fail we would fail. Like, what made you want to start this restaurant? I was watching uh, Kitchen Nightmares. Well, Gordon Ramsay, he inspired I learned, me. I learned <laughs> what not to do. Yeah, so I just did everything and, else. Uh, yeah. But it's funny. There's like two shows where I watched where he gets there and he meets the head chef. And they're like, I don't, uh, this isn't my dream. I don't want to do this. But then by the end of the show. Mm-hmm. They have, like, like, a newfound passion for cooking. But I always was, like, uh, skeptic because I was, like, yeah, they're probably excited because it's new. It's all new. And then he's going to leave and they're going to go back to hating what they do. So they do, like, a recap show and they went back to one of them and um, to one of them that was like that. And uh, the chef, she was still there. Mm-hmm. She was like, "Yeah, no, I never left. Like, I I started loving cooking now, because because now we're you know working in a restaurant where thing we're with good food, cooking good food." Mm-hmm. I I don't I don't understand how how people 
how people are. Spit it out, in dude. Public. Okay. What do you mean in public? Right, At a store, things. walking first, down the street. First thing is. <laughs> first thing is like when you're. When you're in public, if I'm in public, right? Like say like a waiting room. Mm-hmm. And I get like a phone call. Like a private phone call, not like private, like nobody, like we're going to be talking about secrets, but like a phone call. And I usually walk outside Mm -hmm. or walk away from the crowd where I could be like alone and then talk quietly. Mm -hmm. What do you mean? On the phone? Yeah. Okay. But there are some people. They don't care. They... They'll stay there amongst everybody. Everybody's just minding their own business, chilling. And they're all loud. Like, hello? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, we'll get that. Yeah. No, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's you're like, like, dude, walk away take, so you're not... Take that outside. Nobody cares. Nobody. And you need to shut up. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear your dumb no. conversation. No. It really... I that's... hate that. Remember that time we were... What were we at? We were at a Dunkin' Donuts. Some random town. And some lady was like... Where, what were we doing? I feel like it was like an appointment or something. And we went to Dunkin's. I forget what we were doing. And a lady was on the phone. And like we found out like her life story. She was like on the phone and she was super loud. Really, really, I really just loud. Don't get it. She like we just we now I feel like I we know her. <laughs> She's like, oh, you know, talking about this and that. Super loud, small place. It's only a Dunkin's. You it's know, like it's you, small. It's like you want to cha- t- you want to tap them around their shoulder, but like, hey, you, can um, you take that outside? I, sorry if I chime in. I know, right? I like you clear, yeah. You ways. clearly want some opinion here. Tell, so tell can John, I, I tell John I said hi. Tell, <laughs> tell John I said hi. Listen, this is what you should do. <laughs> it, it's it's like, geez, it's like for me, it's it's like I get up, I, I'll walk outside, and then I'll just talk. Like, yeah, uh-huh, I never uh, just yeah. talk right there. Yeah. Like yeah. almost even if it's like a place where nobody's even gonna notice that I'm on the phone. It's just like. You don't feel right, like, taking a phone call and you're in the middle of everything. You just want to, yeah. like, walk off to the side or go somewhere else, you know, take it to the car, something. Yeah, people, people have ter- terrible phone etiquette. and it, it, Well, nowadays, are you kidding? People are, they're on speakerphone. Yeah. They're on speakerphone. Oh, yeah. There and was- you're like... Um, that reminds me the other day. Yeah, I was at the protein house and I ordered my food and then I'm sitting there waiting for my food. And I had to like look up because there's a lady in line talking to somebody on speakerphone. So you can hear literally the entire conversation. Nobody cares about privacy anymore. It's almost like because of social media, everybody thinks that everybody wants to be a part of everything. Like, eh, we really don't want to be a part of your conversation in the line at Dunkin' Donuts. Like, like, we really don't. Plus the person on the other line. Like, do they know? Don't realize. Yeah, that like everybody is hearing what they're saying. You know, they probably could be talking about something embarrassing. Yeah. Stupid. They're like, yeah, you know, I ripped through my pants again. No, I ripped my pants again. And you're like, oh, let me take you off speaker. Hold on. Oh, man. <laughs> it's like, it's no, 
phone etiquette. I mean, there's no etiquette in general. But today, I just just saw a whole new level mm-hmm. of no phone. I mean, oh, it's not really phone etiquette, but I would say electronics. It's, yeah, it's rude. etiquette. Where um, you know, I'm at the I'm at the Nissan um, Nissan um, car dealership. Um, brought my work van there to get the tire change, and I'm in the waiting room. Lady whips out her iPad, starts watching the news, put the volume up. Yeah, get some earbuds. Like two seats away from me, and I'm like, I literally stared at her for a second if she would realize. And I, I'm like, I can't believe this lady is sitting. I'm looking around the waiting room to see if anybody. There's a TV. Yeah. In the waiting room. And it's funny, nobody wants to be that person that says something. Like, excuse me, that's a little loud. Like, like there's something wrong with you for saying something. Yeah, I, I mean. Meanwhile, everybody's thinking it. Well, I have my ear. Well, I have. I had my earbuds in. Well, I had. See, one, you had your earbuds. Well, I had one earbud in, so I can, you know, hear if they call me. But, um, I bring in an earbud and and I'll watch like a video on my phone while I wait. I it's could like, why? never. You can't, you can't do that. Interrupt what everybody is doing wherever I am, so I can watch what a show. In the waiting room, like I could never. Seriously, and then she moved away from me because I coughed. I'm like, oh, so that's <laughs> that's what gets you away from me. It's gonna cough. I just need to cough. Well, gotta I, get yeah, the flu. No, it's, it's it's just crazy. No etiquette with these electronics. Mm-mm. And she's an older woman too, so you would think like you'd be more discreet. Yeah. And it's like you know you got I don't know like, I, I remember private phone conversations. Just, I, don't know. I guess it's just me. It's like no, it's not just you. Believe me, it's just um, that's how people are nowadays too. Nobody wants to say anything, and it's like more people need to, you know, set the set the bar. You know, like um, no, that's not how you behave in public. And if you behave like that, people are gonna get all riled up and somebody's going to say something to you. Right. You know, but like nobody says anything. So <laughs> who's going to care? You know? Yeah, it's... it's it, no, you do. Like you look it. around like, am I the only one severely mad about this? Like, am I the only one? Seriously, yeah, nobody around, else like, cares. Nobody, nobody else cares. Yeah, no, nobody... They're, they're probably fuming on the inside. Well, that's what I'm saying. So everybody's sitting here... Like, completely insulted or just really mad. Who knows what kind of day every individual person in the room has had. You know? You don't know. But meanwhile, does anybody say anything? No. Well, people uh, people don't want to be the one. No, they don't want to be that one. But it's like, first off, are you ever going to see this person again ever in your life? Probably not. So why do you care? Why do you care? Who cares if they're like, wow. Wow! How I mean, dare she w- say something to me? If I was watching, if I was watching the TV, I pr- I probably would. I'd be like, let's get. I'm just trying to watch. This. Can I like, yeah, I'm just um watch this? Thank but, you. Um, you know, but I have my earbuds on, so but still, it was hey, at still least like, you could drown them out then. Yeah. But they should have had earbuds, and if they didn't, then you don't. I'm sorry, you don't. There's, there still should be certain things you don't do in public. Just like maybe back in the day, you would never walk into a waiting room at the doctor's office with your boom box. Yeah. Like, um, I think you're going to turn it off or not even bring it. Like, th- there's a time and a place. 
you know, and, and that's just totally lost nowadays. It's totally, there is no etiquette for anything. People Nobody's going to gonna say anything. There's no standards of like behavior, how you should behave in a waiting room or at the restaurant or what, whatever, you know, it's, it's just insane. It's insane. Yeah. People just, uh, the whole country's going down the tubes. <laughs> the, the whole country. country's going down the tubes, and it's all because of social media and your phone. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so last week, uh, no, not last week, a couple weeks ago, uh, it was after we recorded our last podcast, I uh, went to Boston and I did a showcase for Coast to Coast Live. Uh, my first, my first co- showcase. So, um, for people who don't know, it's uh, Coast to Coast Live. They do shows all over the country. Um, they also do shows in um, um, Australia, Canada, England, and uh, I forget what other country. Uh, but they mostly do all over um, the country. And um, you basically, you, you go there. It's a good way to get exposure. You, you sign up to go. And you perform and uh, they have a panel of judges and uh, these are judges that these are people who are in the industry and uh, worked with uh, big-name artists they could be DJs producers and um, uh, they get hired by um, Coast to Coast Live to uh, go to these shows and um, and uh, judge people and uh, and what they do they give you feedback and uh, they do uh, they do place from um, first to fifth place, and the first place gets to go, gets to be entered uh, to compete in Miami uh, for like a grand prize. What's the grand is, prize? It's like fifty thousand dollars in like a <gasps> professional recording session. Shut up. You know? Yeah. That'd so, be crazy. Yeah. So um, I didn't place um, at all, which uh, which <laughs> oh, is funny. There was some great artists there. And when we got up to second place, and because um, they go from fifth to first, when I heard who who they call for second place, there was one artist who I thought was really great, great song. He was did the stage really well. Um, he was I was like, yeah, he got he got first, he got first, and then he, once they announced the first, it was him. So I was like, yeah, I knew it, I knew it. Uh, but it was my first one. Um, they. Um, I could pull up right here what they, some of the things that they said. Well, that's one of the the bonuses to doing something like this is they're going to give you uh, critiques. Yeah, I think and, they uh, do. Yeah, they do like a, um, they do like an average score, and I think the highest score you can get is third. Um, the highest. Well, I think that was the highest. I think the highest average score you can get is 30. And I got a 22.3. Um, they said need work, but nice vibe. Um, something for an album or mixtape. Talking about the track I, I used. Uh, have to learn. Here's the one thing. Have to learn proper hand placement on mic. What's proper? I feel like everybody holds the mic different. Yeah, so that's something that I never really had yeah. anybody tell me yeah. or talk to me about. Considered. But these guys, they, these are professionals. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
so to work a your rap style and breathing pattern um they said we respect your confidence we respect your confidence and keep shining so uh i thought it was uh yeah i thought that was pretty good feedback Mm -hmm. uh never really had anybody judge my performance Mm -hmm. so um you know appreciate that i'm going to another one in in orlando in march so um different crowd different different state um you know get some exposure over there and uh, i'll possibly do another one another another state um not sure yet um would love to do one in pennsylvania in philadelphia that would be cool but we'll see we'll see we'll see what happens um but um but yeah i think it was a good experience there was uh one artist there a female there was one female artist and here's the thing like about her is she went up there dressed like like a dominatrix (laughs) so she wants to what do you call that like when you have a persona yeah or whatever like she she almost has like a character right that she plays so that all right um didn't seem like that look was going for her Mm -hmm. um she wasn't ugly she was in shape you know but she she it didn't seem like that look really fit her at all it's just like when she came up i was like she she wanted to turn heads yeah but it really it it, to me it, it, it she just looked awkward yeah and then her song came on and it seemed like she was barely singing Like she was a singer or a singer. rapper. She was a singer, mm-hmm. so I saw it come on, and she'd be, like, and like I don't remember exactly how it went, but it would be just like, yeah, and you would love me. Like, <laughs> I love you. Oh, honey, you sound just like. Oh, that. yeah. Like she was whispering, mm. whisper singing, like. I'm like, and I go like, what is she saying? What is she? Even I wanted saying? to be like, what? <laughs> but like, it, it was, and then like, she's trying to do like the sexy moves, but <laughs> you could tell she was kind of, kind of like uncomfortable. What kind doing of show it. were you doing, honey? She was trying to like, but she would look like kind of uncomfortable. Like she's like, I don't want to overdo it. So I'm like, and I'm like, don't. Just don't do don't it at do all. It. Don't, don't. Don't do it at all. And it was just, it was just a. T- Terrible performance. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know how the guys would critique her. I mean, but look. Hopefully, they would look past her whole thing. Right. Obviously, you know, I'm not the best performer based on my um, what they Your critique critiques. <laughs> but uh, it's like. I had more stage presence than her. She did move around the stage, which was good. She did stand still. Mm-hmm. There were some rappers that did that. They stood at one. Sp- they would stood at one spot. Yeah. Um, but um, but there was one rapper. I think I probably, I think he placed fourth, and I was like, yeah, I think, I think I was better than him. Yeah. But. So I wonder what about it, caught 
their eye for him to place and not you. I think as he sang the hook mm-hmm. and he was pretty good. So I think that was probably it. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, I mean, the next one, I'll, I'll probably do one of my new songs that I have coming out. Yep. And uh, do that. <coughs> nope. Me. Still got a, got a little bit of flu. But I got a show coming uh, this Friday in Framingham with a uh, Christ-like music group. So doing a show there. Uh, got a couple of shows in February. Local shows. And, uh, and then March, I got the showcase in Orlando. And I got um, doing another show uh, in, in uh, Worcester at like the end of March. So creeping back, doing shows again after not doing shows throughout the whole holiday season. Mm-hmm. And so, then we all got sick. Yeah. <laughs> so back to doing shows. So yeah, that was the showcase. You know, I'm, uh, I I I'll do more. Um, you know, after after the one in Orlando, I don't know when the next one. I mean, there's a lot of them. I just haven't signed up for one, so. I'll just uh, probably wait until Orlando and then see what other dates I can do and just uh, do that. But I've been applying for a lot of music festivals, too. Mm-hmm. Applying for a ton of music festivals and uh, just waiting to hear back. And um, I keep checking Soulfest to see when submissions are open for mm-hmm. the open mic up in Soulfest. Mm-hmm. So... Um, yeah, praying I can get up there. That would be cool to get up on SoulFest. Mm-hmm. Haven't been there in years. And a smile that lights up the night. And it all belongs to Kid Dynamite! It stinks that Mayo's been sick because she missed her last game of the season last Saturday. Um, but she's team's going to the playoffs and mm-hmm. her team is the only team that went undefeated yeah they're kind of crazy good these girls are a powerhouse <clears throat> there's two really good girls on the team but the good thing the team is um they they work well together mm-hmm. they all pass you know you would think with kids this age uh the two best would just like pass to each other and they would be ball hogs but mm-hmm. the coach um it makes does, sure that they work yeah, as a team. They yeah. encourages teamwork and it totally discourages like being because I've been to practices mm-hmm. and when one of the good players would like get the ball and you do like a fast break. Fast break is when the, you get the rebound and your and your team runs really fast back to the other court. Mm-hmm. So when there's like a fast break and then another teammate's running down to the hoop. Um, she encouraged past they're open they're open mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah it's been a pretty cool season because yeah. they are really good and Maya's finally on got a- she's <laughs> got a, a ton to learn yeah this was her first time ever playing basketball ever <coughs> she's a soccer girl so yeah. she's used to the back and forth of the game like yeah. going from one goal to the next obviously yeah. that's a bigger space yeah. and with basketball it's like boom boom yeah. boom it's, offense defense offense yeah, defense more... offense defense so it's been really hard for her to wrap her brain around that yeah. like now you're on offense now you're on defense yeah. now you're on offense now you're on defense <laughs> like right. with i feel like soccer you have a little bit more time to think 
there's a bigger yeah, space. Yeah, it's a bigger field, and when you're uh, on yeah. defense, you you stick on your position. Yeah. So you 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 know you know you you're not running up and down the field. Yeah. Um, so it, it's just like the concepts that have been, you know, <laughs> right. kind of hard for her. But she has she hasn't been like I want to quit. Yeah. I don't want to do it. Because, like, she really, she had no idea what she was doing at all. She was very interested in basketball. She's the one that said it to us that she wanted to play. So we signed her up. And you can tell that she she really wants to learn. Yeah. You know, and she she doesn't even get too frustrated. No. You know? No. Um, She's done some things that were like, oh, wow, she's getting, you know, like, she steals the ball. Yeah. Um, she majorly needs to work on her dribbling because yeah. the second she gets that ball, she travels. Yeah, her ball control. Is, it's, it it's sucks because you can see the determination in her face when she gets that ball. Like she's like, I'm gone. Yeah. But <laughs> she, you know, she's got to control her feet in the ball at the right. same time, and that's hard for her. Right. So the second she gets the ball, she travels. Right. But she right. looks like, man, I'm I'm about to I'm about to kill it. Right. You know. So as soon as she can get all of this down, I, she's gonna be good. Yeah. No, she you will. You know, she's gonna. No, she will. It, it, it's good to for her to finally be on a good team because ever since she started soccer, every team she's been on just was just been terrible. Yeah, it's been it's been pretty horrible. I mean, they go whole team. seasons without getting like one goal. Yeah. Yeah, she, she, it's been horrible. Yeah, Very frustrating for her. She hasn't been on. And then we sign her up for this. What was it was like a soccer clinic at an indoor place. Yeah. And that was terrible, too. Like oh, we yeah. thought it was going to be something totally different. Yeah. And it was just uh, they, games, 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 games. And yeah. um, I don't know. We just kind of thought that she was going to be learning well, more from up, doing they it. They were set up with teams that were way more And yeah, they, they set up, you know, these games that they can play per week or whatever. Yeah. And whoever they were up against was never at the same level yeah, as them. And we were always against. like, okay, but where did that team learn that? Yeah. Like, where did they learn that ball control? Where did they learn all of that fancy footwork? Like, yeah. Where did why are we so bad? Yeah. <laughs> like what is going on? Yeah. It's so frustrating. Well, she's doing she's her, doing her um, clinic now. her clinic where there there's no games, right? No. And it's just teaching. It's just so she can Yep. she's it's crazy how like I get that, you know, these coaches they're volunteer. I've been a coach before. It's all volunteer. Yeah. You have to have a heart for it at least. Right. But I mean Maya doesn't know a darn thing about soccer. No. Like she really doesn't know anything and she's been playing it for years. Yeah. So it's just never been taught like positions and what you're actually supposed to be doing and and how you, you know, use your team. Yeah. And you're not all just clustering around the ball running down the field like there needs to be a point in what you're doing. Yeah. And she's never been taught that so it's always been very frustrating because she is very good at soccer um she and she loves it yeah. but <laughs> she's never been part of a good team and it's terrible to say that but right. i mean it's got to be frustrating oh yeah definitely it, it, yeah. It, I, I would be yeah yeah but yeah, so yeah, there, it's. I'm just glad she's finally on a really good team. And, she's uh, our she's our sports girl. Yeah, she definitely is. She's she's a jock. 
She is a jock, She's a big jock time. Of the family. She's a jock. <laughs> Nice shot. Want to play? Sorry, guys. I got band practice. But yeah, speaking of basketball, we we lost a great. We were lost a legend. A basketball icon is dead tonight. Mourned not just by the sports world, but by anyone who valued relentless drive and achievement. Kobe Bryant. The man who could score 81 points in a single game. And an 81-point game. An all-star, an NBA champion for the Lakers. He was nicknamed the Black Mamba. But off the court, he was a devoted father of four girls, a husband of 18 years. Yeah, I was like, wait, what is yeah. going on? Um, I was never like a big fan. Not that I disliked Kobe. Um, I just wasn't a Lakers fan. It's like if well, I was to You're root not for, even really watching basketball. Nah, if I'm you're for not a basketball big on team, basketball. If I'm gonna root for a basketball team, it's gonna be the Celtics. Right. So, you know, and uh, you know, like Kevin Garnett and um, you know, and then I'll basically the teams back in like the late eighties, early nineties, Robert Parrish, Larry Bird. Larry like Bird, those Bird. are like the teams, those are like the players I always remember. Legendary, uh, big yeah. time. So, um, but I knew about Kobe. I knew he was great. I remember when he tried to do a rap career. No, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he came out with an album and it bombed. <laughs> yeah, Whoops. this was back when basketball players wanted to be rappers and rappers wanted to be basketball players. Oh, okay, did yeah, not know this that. Was back in that era. But yeah, he was definitely he was one of the greats. He was only three years older than us. He's forty-one, young. I can't even. Yeah. And it just as the whole thing unfolded, it was like, okay, his helicopter went down. He's passed away. And then you find out that his daughter yeah. went with him. And then this people were like, there worse. was nine people in yeah. the helicopter. Then I was kids. thinking, Other kids too. no, but right away I was like, oh my God, it was his whole right. family. I right, was like his I... whole family. And she's pregnant. Yeah. Like, I mean, and then you found that out, right. like for people who don't follow him and we don't watch basketball and we don't really follow basketball players. So maybe most people knew that, like, you know, his wife was pregnant. He had this many kids. This is what he's doing. But like, I don't I don't know that stuff. So to find out, like, oh, my God, his daughter and then to find, oh, my God, his wife was pregnant right. and he's this baby's never going to know his dad yeah. and the older sister. I mean, just it just kept unfolding and i was like i i can't even yeah no it's a, I, a terrible it's so sad no it's a terrible tragedy and it's just you know just it really not is. a way you want to hear about um and then you hear dying. that she found out from TMZ yeah she didn't even which i'm sorry that should be against the law you should not be able to broadcast a death and the family don't even know. Yeah. She found out from a TV show. Yeah. Sick. This is the world. This is the world. That's sick. Yeah. And for them to think no sick. big deal. It's like, did they even care to find out first. if the wife knew yet? Did they even they care to, to find out? No, because they want to break it first. Well, that's sick. And it should be against the law. And something should be done. Yeah something should be done that that is i cannot imagine i cannot imagine 
and how terrible. I mean, um, you know, it's it's just tragic because it's one thing, you know, it's one thing to hear, you know, a legend um, die in a horrible way, but then to hear that um, his little girl Ugh. went with him and um, and he was he was holding her too. Yeah, I found that out too. Oh, of course. That uh, that's what I said. I said absolutely. I I wouldn't think that it would have went down any other way. Protective mode kicks right. Yeah, in. he probably grabbed her and. You know, set, put uh, her like underneath him, sort of, and yeah, and, and, and then find out. I mean, obviously the pilot, and, and then there was six other people mm. um, from her team. Yeah, it's all other kids, team. other kids. Ugh, it was I other can't. kids too. What was it like? Four, three other kids. Three, I so think. four kids all together. And one of them, it was so it was this little girl, and it was the mother and the father. Yeah, were both on the. And yeah. so they all so perished. Family, in yeah. the, oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! I wonder what happened. I, I really don't know. Read. I haven't heard anything I about I what happened. I, didn't read any I heard articles. something about weather, but I it. I mean, the thing was spinning. I feel like there was some sort of malfunction. Yeah, with I'm, the engine or or the controls or something because the thing was spinning and spinning. Yeah, I'll end up finding out maybe maybe like um, the helicopter. Whoever checked the helicopter before it goes out, maybe they missed something. Yeah, there was something loose or you know? something. I don't know. So absolutely um, tragic. But yeah, it's definitely a, a tragic. Everybody's sad about it. Um, obviously, like you know, he, he affected so many people because he was a legend. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and everybody was a big fan of uh, Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, it to me, it's just uh, it makes it more. I mean, when any celebrity passes away, it's sad. Um, it mm. doesn't affect me in a way like it, like like if somebody personal would pass away. Because oh, I don't it's know. totally different. Because I don't when know. somebody close don't know. to you. I don't know the celebrity. Yeah. I don't know them personally. I just mm. know what they did by me. But I know because when you're an athlete, you're you're a hero, and everybody looks up, and everybody mm-hmm. wants to be be like, like you. Yeah, and... and he's he's the next. He was the next legend after Michael Jackson. I mean, Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Mike, Michael Jordan, a lot of the younger kids, they know Michael Jordan, but they don't know Michael Jordan like we do. Mm-hmm. Because Michael Jordan was playing when we were kids. Right. He was the legend so when we were kids. We, he was So now kids legend. today have their own legend. Yeah. yeah. Which was him, apparently. Right. Yeah. Because he's, you know, he's young. He's our age. He's been the last, you know. Uh, so... Michael Jordan was like the 80s and 90s and mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant was after the 90s so he's like and then now we have uh, now the legend we have now is uh, um, um, wow you're looking can, at the wrong person can, uh, can't even think of his uh, name I James, don't need... something James uh, no idea big, honey not big into basketball people I no <laughs> you play but, you were a good basketball player but so, you've never really followed it so yeah it's it, it's it's tragic I, I see a lot of people are affected uh, yeah. by it but um yeah many but, prayers but, for the family because that just, that is i just see it as any other lost a sister that. lost a daughter lost a husband lost a father <laughs> i just i cannot yeah. their life has been completely altered yeah, it's, it's never going to be the same. No. And, um, oh. you know, with the mother pregnant, his wife pregnant, go, with all the hormones. Um, with all the hormones. Yeah, she's, it's probably, she, it's, it's... Well, it's, the whole thing's tough. She's going to be affected mentally, physically, you know. 
it's going to be hard, but uh, we know that they'll be well taken care of. At least we know that. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, you so, think? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I'm pretty sure with the other families, I don't know if they were well off or anything. I don't know if the helicopter company is going to get sued. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if there's anybody's going to, I don't know. I, I didn't read any headline. I mean, I didn't read any articles. I didn't listen to any news reports on it. I've just seen headlines online. So I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I just know from what I seen from headlines from people that posted on Facebook. But yeah, it's, it's tragic. So before we go, I just wanted to go. Um, I wanted to go over a couple of weird news. Weird, weird news. Uh, so um, it's pretty funny. So this one here uh, in South Carolina, there's a sanctuary that seeks piggy cuddlers to socialize. Um, to socialize rescued pigs. Mm. So South Carolina Animal Rescue Group put out a call for piggy cuddlers to help 100 rescued pigs to learn to be comfortable with humans for their new lives as pets. How do the little piggies go? That's right. Oik, oik. Now, show me how the piggies eat. This is your trough. Show me how the piggies eat. You good boy. Show mommy how the piggies eat. (laughs) 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 Well, now is that a volunteer position or are you going to get paid? I don't know. (laughs) That's crazy. I mean, I've heard of like newborn cuddlers. You know, you can volunteer to go in like, you know, to the hospital and, and... you know, rock babies to sleep and stuff. But so, yeah, and one of the... Piggies, okay. Here, yeah, exactly, yeah. But here are some of the things that they would want to do. Uh, belly scratches, give them cookies, sitting, cookies. <laughs> sitting cookies. with and even just talking to the pig friends sure. to get them ready for their new home. Yes, you could read them. Charlotte's Web. These pigs care. They just want to roll around and mud and eat crap (laughs) they don't care about you talking with them well i mean i get it if they're gonna be pets they have to get used to being around humans but it's funny that there's like specifics they want you to like talk and like interact and And what kind of money do you have to pay these i'm sure they're gonna pay these people nobody's gonna go and cuddle with a pig for free well maybe Maybe I mean, that's, animal people, lovers. Oh, well, that's weird. <laughs> I don't Sorry. know. I mean, I mean, if it was you, puppies, you it'd be need, a different thing, I guess. I don't know. You need to see a psychiatrist if <laughs> you are willing to cuddle with a pig. Well, for I don't free. know. I think some people, you know, volunteer. They're looking for volunteer work, and why I mean, not I go cuddle underst- a pig? I mean, I can understand <laughs> dogs and cats. Yeah. But pigs? Yeah. Strange. Anyways, what's the next one? <laughs> All right. 
just saw this one. So, do you like bean dip? Bean dip? Yeah. What do you mean bean dip? Hey! Hey! Babe, check it out! Yeah, for my dessert, I have chosen to make a traditional English trifle. Wow, that sounds great! Mm -hmm. And what are you making, Monica? You know, in case Rachel's dessert is so good that I eat all of it. <laughs> well, this I one... I can't eat bean dip. This bean dip achieved a Guinness World Record. Being the stinkiest dip? Nope. What? 70 layers. 70 layered? Oh, yep. like a layered dip. Yep. 70 layer bean dip. A total of 70 layers. Weighing... Who has the time? Weighing at 1,087 pounds. Again, who has the time? <laughs> it took a team of 19 people, 227 hours to assemble the dip, and which featured 10 varieties of seven-layer dips stacked atop of one another. And the variety includes uh, veggie, Cuban, Capri, Buffalo, Fiesta, and uh, and the record was attempted was co to coincide with uh, Sunday Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Can you believe that? Seventy layers. Oh, interesting. Now it doesn't even say it, but I mean, imagine going to a party. What do you mean? How many how many bags of chips would mm. you have to go through? Uh, it's to also unnecessary. Unnecessary. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you go to a party and you see that. What do you What do you do? I don't know. Eat. <laughs> what do you mean? What do I do? It's like, oh, how many? Oh, seventy layers. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll get down to the first two layers. Yeah. All right. So let's go through one more here. Mm-hmm. Crickets. <sighs> Talk about probably one of the luckiest people. Probably one of the luckiest people. Imagine this happening to you. So this North Carolina woman uh, wins a million dollars in the lottery. Mm -hmm. But guess what? She was already a millionaire. Okay. So who'd you give it to? Uh, probably nobody. Say North Carolina woman celebrating one million dollar lottery jackpot. Jackpot, she won, and less two less than two years after collecting a four million dollar prize. So she's won millions of dollars she twice. She won four million dollars, and then two years later, I mean, how the you, heck does that happen? Are you? I feel like nobody ever wins around here. First off, so how are the tickets always like over there? <laughs> like, I, I mean, nobody if, around here is like. If you won four I million won the from lotto. the if you won four million from the lottery, would you still play the lottery? Probably not. I think at that point it's selfish. There are people doing that. Like they should definitely be donating to charities at least. I mean, that's insane. Yeah. How many times in one lifetime do you need to be a millionaire? That's crazy. Yeah, so um, says uh, Linda Tate uh, from North Carolina. She was at the Family Fair store uh, store in Durham when she's selected. It was a thirty dollar scratch off ticket. Thirty dollars. Yep. 
I, I don't, I mean, do you, th- I, I don't know. It's like, if I won $4 million, the last thing I'd want to do is play the lottery again. That would be the yeah. last I mean, I thing. would feel like it's, it's nerve wracking in the first place. So if you win, you're kind of like, oh, okay, that's done. Like, okay, that's off my shoulders. I mean, four million. I don't need to go through all the anxiety and everything. You can live comfortably off of the interest Mm -hmm. off of four million. I mean, I mean, four million dollars. You probably scratch. You probably cashed out on like two point six million. And the one million dollars, you probably cashed out on like seven hundred thousand. But uh, but so you could have like a house paid off, cars paid off, barely any bills. Yeah, you know, you have that. Pay off. I would pay off the house, the cars, obviously, all our bills. Mm-hmm. Invest. Invest. Yeah. Charities. Charities. Yeah. Like insane. If they have won twice, you know, millions of dollars, oh, and we, they're not we, given to any charities, I'd, is insane. I order the. I order the uh, podcaster pro, uh, the roadcaster pod pro right away. Can you speak? I would, I would order it right <laughs> roadcaster away. Roadcaster pro. We're like, oh, four million dollars. Ordering it. Let's go. Oh yeah, that's what I'd be worried about. <laughs> first thing I buy. Yeah. Okay. Um, first thing you buy. Don't is, even ask me about my list. First thing you buy is socks. Socks. What the heck are you talking? You don't do know you me. Think? What do you think? <coughs> All right. Instead All right, of going. Stop coughing into the mic. Instead of going into what we would buy. If we won four million dollars, what do you think the girls would want? What do you think Maya would want? Like, if we could tell them, "Hey, you guys get to pick something that you want, whatever it is." What do uh, you think Maya Ma- would want? Something that she could drive or ride on, <coughs> like about- a scooter or something. What do you think Lana would want? <clears throat> Lana's hard because she really is very simple. She doesn't ask for much. She doesn't. She's not an expensive person. I don't know. Maybe stuff for her room. She'd want like new stuff for her room. Bunch of JoJo. Carissa would want a new car. Yeah. That's a given. given. Me too. Me too. Me too. Please, please, please. I'd probably get a motorcycle. Uh, You would not. (laughs) You can ride it on out of here. Bye bye. But yeah, you know, so, all right, everybody. So, um, thanks. Hold for- on. So I came up with an idea. So you know how you do spreads a box, yeah. right? And you do your little videos. Yeah. So I subscribed to BoxyCharm. It's basically the same thing, but for girls. So we're going to do video together, opening up our boxes and compare. Okay. <laughs> you looking at me like, huh? Yeah, because my box is going to be better. So I got this Spreza box in, so I'll just wait until... I mean, I didn't really go through it. So I'll, Yeah, it's going to be a little bit because it's my first subscription. So yeah. Boxy Charm. It's got like all girly things in it. All right, we can do that. Yeah, we're going to do that. We got a new video coming. <laughs> it's going to be funny. <laughs> so uh so yeah speaking of that follow me on um subscribe to my youtube channel good friday videos 
um, put out I try to put out uh, videos uh, pretty much almost every week every other week on there whether it's an unboxing video or it's a random thought video um, I try to put videos there and uh, trying to grow my, my YouTube channel uh, follow me uh, on Instagram and Facebook at Good Friday Hip Hop uh, on TikTok. Twitter, uh, Twitter and TikTok at TikTok. Yep, Twitter <laughs> TikTok. and TikTok at G Friday Hip Hop. Been there for on TikTok for almost a month, and I already got almost two hundred followers. So it's growing slowly but surely. Mm. If it grow, if it grows at this pace, I'll be at a thousand by the end of the year. Um, but I'm sure the more the more I grow, the faster the followers will get. So, um, my Twitter, my Twitter is growing too. So follow me on that. Uh, where they can, where can they follow you, Tina? Uh, Facebook and Instagram. That's basically it. Um, Facebook is uh, naturally you with Tina, and Instagram is beautifully natural. All right, there you have it, guys. Um, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to another episode. A hashtag living it. Mm-hmm. Peace. Hashtag living it with Tina and Anderson. This podcast has been brought to you by, I don't even know how I do this. We still got no sponsors. <laughs>